All right, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator Season 2, Episode 34. Jake Smith, Sam Kell coming at you live from a brand new studio, uh, my new house. Um, didn't do an episode last week because just moving, busy, life. Sam is going to be a dad at some point. Uh, Cov, Cov had, a, had his kid. Oh, really? uh, you know, yep, we had him on a couple weeks ago. He had his kid yesterday. Oh, nice. uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Daxton. Um, Drake's got another. Drake's got another on the way. Drake's got one on the way. Yep, just kids all over the place. Um, we're gonna talk Lamar Jackson. We're gonna talk March Madness, and we're gonna draft the worst free agent signings in NFL history. Uh, not really history. We were me and Sam were just talking about it beforehand. It's mainly our lifetime because t- who cares what happened in the 80s, basically. Right. There wasn't really free agency back then, though. That's the thing. Like, there wasn't really Not to free agency. Yeah, yeah, free agency wasn't really a thing like it is now until, like, probably the 2000s. Yep. Um, so just within our lifetime. Uh, so that it'll be a relatively quick episode. Sam, I think we need to talk about this. Yep. And we do not talk about really anything other than sports. But it hits close to home. And I just I think that it needs attention because I cannot remember the last time I don't think it's ever happened in my lifetime that a school in Tennessee, definitely Middle Tennessee, I don't know about West right. Tennessee. Definitely Middle Tennessee, that's the first time that a school has been shot up. Yeah, it's crazy. How far away was it from you? Uh, 25 minutes. Um, I think that it is, and like, it's like, I don't know why I even prefaced, like, saying what I said before this, like, this isn't even a politics thing. This is, two things should happen. One, it should be, all schools should have gates, in my opinion. Will that solve the problem? No, but it'll slow a problem down for sure. And all schools, the biggest one, should have armed security. Yep. That that's every single school. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, pre-K to to fifth grade. Every school should have armed security. Um, what, dude, Walmart's. So for anybody that doesn't know, which there's probably a lot of people that don't know what I do. So like, I do a couple different things. I do real estate, and then I do uh, I, I sell tortillas is what I do. So I go around to like Walmart, Publix, Kroger, junk like that, and I distribute tortillas. Uh, I thought you sold papers stupid. for the long, yeah. the long. I thought you were a paper boy. Yeah, that that's 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 pretty much what it is essentially. Like the what you picture in your head, that's what it is. Um, dude, it's crazy because. Every Walmart that I go into, they have armed security. Yep. And schools where we have our kids don't. My wife, where my wife works, they have security. They're unarmed. So they're just they're just volunteer firefighters, basically. I don't know what I don't know what's the point of them even being there. I, I got no idea. Fun fact: We actually had two people walk into where I work today with guns in their in their pants, stuffed in the back. Uh, I don't know if it's just freaked everybody out or what, but and where I work, obviously you can't have guns, but uh, at least not open carry. At least uh, you're not really supposed to have any, but I guess you could conceal carry, and no one would say anything. But uh, but yeah, but having twice today, kind of crazy. That is yeah, that's pretty nerve wracking. Um, but I ju- I just think that like I I don't I don't so we pay 
we pay tax dollars, right? And right. I hate paying taxes. I do. But I have no problem if it causes us to pay a higher tax rate or whatever. Yeah. The tax is already too high. Let's just get that out of the way. But if it causes me to pay higher in taxes yeah. to be able to get every single school, not just in the state of Tennessee, but the U.S. in general, to have schools have armed security, I'll do it. Yeah. I agree. This is crazy. It's it's just it's one of those things, dude. That like it doesn't make I've, sense. I've, I've heard I've heard of the school before, right? But like when yeah. When things like obviously last year or two years ago, whenever it was the Uvalde, the, the the Texas one, yep. When that happened, it's like man, like that's we we look at it because we're so far away as like it sucks, like it it it, it hurts and all that stuff. But it's like man, like it it's got it's just kind of like I can't do anything, right? You know what I mean? Like yep. I, I, it, it doesn't hit as close to home, dude. This happened twenty five minutes down the road at a school that I've heard of before. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things that's like, okay, I actually feel the the impact of this, you know, like almost on a personal level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it happened pretty much in our backyard. Um, I, I don't know if you have anything else to say about it, but I, nah, I just think I mean, that it's, it's like that's the that's the best way to address it is, yeah. is armed security and and gates to get into school. Like you can drive up to any school, any school's parking lot. You can drive up into any school's parking lot for the most part, unless you're like a super wealthy private school. Like no schools yeah. have gates or anything like that besides those ultra wealthy private schools. Yeah. And like I said, that the gate thing, that that's not even going to come close to fixing the problem, but it would slow the problem down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it, then there's it's, it, it's just nothing, nothing you can say, really. I mean, it's just it's terrible. I mean, I, especially like I said, got a kid on the way. Like I said, I'm, I, I mean, that sucks. I mean, oh, I've talked to so many friends that like they, they, you know, most people our age are having kids or like about yeah. to have kids or like, you know, their kids are very, very young, like might be right. starting school in a couple years. Yeah. And it, I, one of my best friends, I talked to him yesterday about it and he was like, dude, I really don't know what I want to do about sending her to school or not. Like I almost want to homeschool. Homeschool. Yeah, exactly. It's and and school, like everybody said it, school shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a place where parents like have to worry if their kid is going to come home or not that day. You know what I mean? And to end it out, this isn't something that, that just needs to be, said to say this is something that that i truly feel but like thoughts and prayers are with the the families the victims all that stuff like that i true like truly mean that people you know i don't know i feel like that that a lot of people a lot of people say that a lot of people say that they never think about it again yes it gets watered down uh i think on social media where people are just like thoughts and prayers no like i like we cylon spectator fully endorses thoughts and prayers Right. With the the victims and their families. Yeah. Um, okay, Sam, opening take. What do you got? Uh, I don't know if you saw Justin Herbert and the Chargers entered negotiations with contract negotiations this week, or it was stated that they entered. I don't know if they entered this week or they've already entered. Um, I kind of stated before, I kind of thought that he would reset the market and have quarterbacks uh, kind of making take, taking a step back. I'm pivoting. Uh, I don't think it's – I think he's about to get freaking paid. 
like 50, 50 million, maybe more. I don't think it'll be because necessarily he's demanding it. I think the Chargers are just so poverty that they're not even going to attempt. Or I, I can so see him coming to the Chargers, be like, "Hey, I want to cut y'all. I want to cut y'all deal and help y'all, y'all out." And him being like, or and him saying that, and the Chargers be like, "No, we're gonna give you sixty million dollars, and we're gonna we're gonna cripple our franchise for the rest of the time you're here." Like I, I just I just see that coming. I don't know, but that I think he's about to get just freaking paid. So that, that's and. I don't know. I hope he kind of take, goes the Tom Brady route. I always thought he would go that route, but I don't know. I just think that he's about to get just. I mean, it's about to be, it's about to be get ugly, probably. Um, my opening take. I, I mean, yeah, it, we we thought that he would be the one to to reset it. I do hope that he gets paid though. Uh, I hope he makes a crap ton of money. Which that we'll get into that with our draft and stuff. But my opening take, and we can go ahead and get into it is March Madness. So this, let, let me say this, and then I'll, I'll, I'll preface it afterwards. Um, this March Madness has got to be the, the word, like, it's, it's entertaining. The, like, all the games are relatively tight. Right. For the most part, until, like, everybody starts fouling. Yeah. These games suck. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 just because a game is a close score d- doesn't mean that the that the game is good. You know what I mean? That that doesn't right. make a good game. Rams Pats. That's one. That's are probably the worst Super Bowl ever played because it ended thir- thirteen to three. Like the score was close the whole yeah. game. But I forgot that score was. I should have just hammered yeah. the under that game. <laughs> um, but like the, these, the games stink. The yeah. players suck. Nobody can shoot. No, this nobody, is nobody. Nobody can score. Nobody can score. This has oh, been the worst March Madness shooting performance I've ever seen from everybody across the board. You, you know, like Sam. There's always like one or two kids every single March Madness score that just lights it up, and they become Walker. the whole yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steph Curry. Like they just become the whole talk of the town. Uh, uh, Dougie McBuckets or whatever back in you know. 2013 or whatever it was dude nobody can score nobody can shoot the basketball there's no shot there's no shot creation there's no shot making and it's not because the defenses are all that crazy like they're not like insanely good or anything like that it's It's just just, i don't know it's just bad it's it's bad And, and 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 this this is i mean but sam played college football I played college basketball. We played at the NAI level. Nothing to write home about, but like we're not like I'm not trying to bash. You know, we talk about NFL and we bash NFL. Like that's just what right. we do. Or we're not saying we're experts. Played college basketball. I'm bashing college basketball right now, but I, I mean, right. I know the level that I played at. I know I'm not near anywhere as good as these kids are. But these kids suck, dude. <laughs> like they, yeah, it's, in terms of Division One basketball, like what Division One basketball should look like, it's yeah. not this. No, I don't know what's De'Aaron Fox. They asked him about it, and he basically—I don't know if you saw—yeah, basically said exactly what you're saying. He's just saying I just can't watch it. <laughs> and the referees are the referees being terrible too doesn't help. But yeah, it's 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 bad on all fronts, really. Do you have anything else to say about March Madness, just in in, uh, in general? Tennessee is who we who we thought they Ooh. were. Uh, yeah, so Reverend Rick, what what do you 
what are no, your thoughts it, on it's him? time to go like i said thanks for what everything i guess whatever thanks for underachieving all those times but i mean it's honestly he had it gift wrapped to him i mean he had to beat fau and then beat kansas state and guess what kansas state couldn't even beat fau so really you beat you probably beat them you're probably going to the final four and then you can win or lose or whatever you do you can ride off into the sunset and be done like dude purdue lost marquette lost in the second round memphis lost memphis lost um uh michigan state lost it's dude you couldn't have written a better story for nope. ut basketball to make it to the final four for rick barnes's first ever trip to the final four the dude's never even been to the final four let right. alone win a final four no he's been to one he's been to one he's been to one he's been to one i thought he yeah. hasn't i don't know when but i know he's been to one i heard him say it let's fact yep. check that Look, fact check me uh but i i like rick barnes i guess but no, he's a good guy. I, I like him as a guy. Yeah, that's, that's fine. And I like him yeah. as, probably as a coach. And he's he pulled Tennessee back out from the abyss, and I guess, and did a good job of getting us back. But you're not going to win a championship with him. So what are, what are, what are you doing? Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where you're going to get you know you're going to be above 500. Right. You're going to make the tournament. Yeah. But. Then you don't that, got a chance to win. That's a, like he's not even. I, I've bashed Tom Izzo before. Because, oh, I'm a big Izzo guy. I love, because, I love Izzo. Okay, so I'm 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 switching because I I watched every single Michigan State game. The, right. Their games were the best out, out yep. of the whole tournament. Every game that they played in Michigan State was the best ones for sure because of Tom Izzo. Because all I heard going into it was like this is his like worst group of players that he's ever had, and they were a seven yep. seed, so it reflected it. And so I was like, all right, let's see what this guy can do. And dude, he I love I love Tom Izzo now. Yep. Because that dude is a, a coach. true coach. And he's never had like a lottery pick. You no, know what I mean? I mean? He's it's, had he's had some players, but he's never had like he's had Draymond Green. But Dre yeah. like Draymond isn't I mean, Draymond isn't much of anything right now, but like, you know, he he's not like a he wasn't yeah. a lottery pick, he was a second round pick. But anyway, so like the Tom Izzo thing, like Rick Barnes, Tom Izzo, I thought that those two guys like were relatively the same. No, like, like no. In, in terms of results and uh, all that stuff, it's like okay, they can get to the tournament every single year, but they're not going to do anything. Dude, Rick Barnes is so much worse than Tom Izzo. Oh yeah, a million times worse. And that's not because of like me watching Tom Izzo this year and liking and starting to like yeah. him this year. This is just what Rick Barnes has done his whole career. Like right. he can't win. He he's had, a choke artist. I mean he had Kevin Durant and uh DJ Augustine, uh Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Like he had all those guys. Yeah. It, it's not it's not good. Um it's 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 not good. And so like I said I, I wanted him fired regardless, but when the the cards fell or everything fell how it did, I'm like, crap. We could we could we got a chance to win it all and just couldn't I don't know we I tricked myself into like I said we were never that team but the how everything fell man we had a chance I mean we we did have a chance so yeah I mean it is what it is like I said it's losing your point guard I guess that's a I hate I don't like moral victories but uh I mean don't yeah I mean it's it sucks I mean what that's that's about all I got. It sucks. Um, 
I, 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 so I sideline spectator, which was just me. Sam didn't help me at all. Uh, I picked Marquette to win it all because I like how they play. They were the most efficient offense in the, in the tournament. Um, and that just goes to show the parity in the NCAA right now in basketball is that the most efficient offense, you know, the most well-run, you know, points per possession, all that junk, like they got bounced in the second round. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's March I told Madness. You, I told you Michigan State was going to beat him too, and you said, "No, nah, man, you should watch." I, I watched this. I watched about Marquette today. Just watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll transition to to Lamar Jackson right now. But Sam, who who are you picking to win it all right now? I got UConn. I think UConn's playing the best basketball. Who do I want to win, or who who do I think will win? Who do you want to win? I think I like San Diego State. And who do you think will win? San Diego State, UConn, Miami. I think uh, Miami is an interesting story because all I heard going into the tournament was they shouldn't even be here. Yeah. <laughs> like Mark Titus, he's a college basketball analyst, and he was like, yeah, these guys don't even belong here. They're, they're a first-round exit, and now they're in the Final Four. <laughs> so, I mean, do with that what you will. Um, Lamar Jackson, that dude just – there was. did you see the report that – there was somebody that was like acting, like yeah. pretending to be his agent. Yeah, I don't know who it was. He's, and teams, Mark, teams like got sent out a memo saying, not do, "Do not, do not take any calls from this guy. Don't deal with him. He does not represent. Like he's he's not Lamar's agent. Uh, yeah. He's not uh, NFLPA certified. All that stuff." Yeah, I did see that. I don't. That's the whole situation is just odd. The whole situation with Lamar Jackson, I just don't understand any of it. I feel I, like I think it's interesting that at the um, when John Harbaugh was talking the other day at the um, at the the, the 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 annual league meetings, whatever they call it, yeah. Th- that's when Lamar Jackson, you know, tweeted out that on March second, I asked for a trade right. and all this. Right as John how funny, Harbaugh how was, funny was is talking. that? Um, it's pretty diabolical too, because yeah, yeah. They, it's because, you know, those reporters on their cell phone, like got that update and they were right then they asked, right. Hey, what do you think about this? But like, I guess that was Lamar trying to dunk on John Harbaugh and the Ravens and stuff. Well, I think he, I think he dunked dunk. on, well, yeah. no, I, but, but here's a spin zone, like an outside the box. I think he dunked on himself because dude, first, like, it's what we've said this whole time. If you have an agent, your contract's already done. You're not getting the fully guaranteed deal because the owners aren't going right. to do that clearly. Like mm-hmm. no owner, that's why he hasn't gotten, you know, right. signed to anybody else. But it, it's it, it's that, but then it's also at the same time, it's like, one, you're not getting your contract. And two, dude, like... Nobody, I, I, nobody, I, nobody wants to bring that circus in. The, the, yeah, it's like the circus is in town. Like it, it's it's a huge distraction. Um I, I, I totally lost my second point, but but yeah, I, I just yeah. I think that it's one of those things where, dude, if you just have an agent, oh, it, it, the trade, if you have an agent, dude, he could have got you wouldn't had to have thrown shade at the Ravens or John Harbaugh saying oh, I asked for a trade on March second. It's like, dude, yeah. you can't facilitate. That, that's definitely some players can facilitate their own right. negotiate. Jacoby Brissett, former Patriot guy, he doesn't have an agent. He negotiates all of his deals and stuff. 
in terms of trades, if you are demanding a trade and you don't have an agent, it's almost impossible because like what people don't, what people don't realize is that like, there has to be so much communication. I've worked for a sports agency before uh, and I'm still loosely based, like tied to them or whatever, but like, there's so much more behind the scenes of a trade rather than just, Hey, my client wants a trade, make it happen. There's, there's contract. Lamar wants a contract. So that's two regardless if he wants a contract with the Ravens or not, he is due a contract and everybody knows his stance on his contract that he wants. So that's still a hurdle that he has to get over regardless is the contract. And then on top of that, now he's wanting to be traded. So it's like, usually it's like, okay, if they're due a contract, we kind of got to work that out because if the player is just going to walk the next year, well, then his compensation isn't going to be as high. Like Lamar could end up, the Ravens could end up getting like a third round pick for him because Mm -hmm. the team that is maybe a quarterback away has already told them like, we're not going to give him this contract, but we want him this year. Yeah. Because we're Super Bowl ready. You know what right. I mean? It, yeah. It, salary cap, even though salary cap isn't real, but like you do have to maneuver money. Uh, it There's so much that goes on with it, man. It, it, it yeah. really is. And like Lamar is just, it's it, he's doing a huge disservice to himself. Did he you? Is, he, he's hanging himself. I mean, that's. And he, he thinks that he's not. Like, dude, if you, if you have, I feel like he has trust issues. I feel like he. I feel like he's doing all this just because everybody said he probably could. He didn't need to. Yes. Or, yeah. Th- I feel like. Percent. I feel like if if no one even bothered to say anything, you're like, okay, who cares if he's doing his. He would have been like, okay, I'm in over my head. Let me just do. Let me just go ahead and do this. Yeah, it, it's like, dude. There's no. I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, people would probably like point and laugh at him and be like, "Ha, see, like you, you needed right. an agent this whole time." But it's still like that's going to be a thing for like two days, and then yeah. that's going to be it. Then he's going to sign like a huge contract, and it's going to be like, "Oh, that was sick!" Like right. that, that's pretty much it. So like, just bite the bullet. But if you had just done this at the beginning when you when it was reported that he initially wanted this huge contract at the beginning of last season, I think it was, yeah. is that he wanted the Deshaun deal. If he hadn't gotten it done, you know after a month or something like that, right. like before, like any time before the season, it's like, okay, dude, now you're playing football, hire yeah. an agent, hire yeah. an agent now. Okay. You couldn't get it done. You couldn't save yourself the three to 5%. Okay. Whatever. Right. Now hire the agent and you just focus on football. Like he's about to, he's about to get paid regardless, probably. Yep. And he's worried about three or 5%. Like, what are we doing here, man? Like, did you see that as of right now, Lamar Jackson, I do not have the numbers in front of me, so it's, somebody can look it up on on Twitter because it was I think uh, Ross Tucker or, or somebody like that, Kyle Brandt uh, tweeted it out. Yeah. But like they came in the league at the same year, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Josh yeah. Allen today, obviously, he has this huge like two hundred million dollar contract right now. Right. But to date, he has made sixty seven ish. It was something in the high sixties. He was it was yeah. like sixty seven million dollars. Lamar Jackson still a lot of money. But 23. And Lamar's won an MVP. Josh Allen hasn't won an MVP. Uh, yeah. They've been to the same amount of conference championship games. They, they've won about – I mean, they have, they're they not too far off in the playoffs either. I mean, Josh Allen exactly. has disappeared in the playoffs kind of, so. And so it's like 
that's the day, like dude just just get the agent like just yeah, hire the agent you what's he trying to prove like it's it's almost like he got screwed over by an agent once and he's like not get not letting it go that's the that's the th- that, that's why i said a few minutes yeah. ago like he trust has issues. trust issues yeah for whatever know. reason or he's and, getting and, bad advice from someone. All, I think all. it's fun, it, it, and it's kind of ironic. Like I, I'm just now thinking of it that their whole thing when Mark Ingram was on the Ravens, you know, big trust. He can't it, trust, and yeah, yeah no he tr- can't like, trust. No, tr- no yeah, trust. No trust. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. We should trademark that. We should get that on a, on a T-shirt. I think that T-shirt would sell big time. I'm gonna write that down. Actually, Ra- Ravens fans may buy. I, I, some are. I feel like some are split on whether they're. They're mad at him or not. Like some are like, okay, I get it, and some are like, okay, if you you don't you you don't want to help us out or whatever. Like I get him, you know. He probably. I'm just, I'm just saying, if probably, I'm a Chargers fan and he's a Charger quarterback yeah. doing this, I hate him. I, I, he probably wasn't like as hurt as was led to believe this past season. Yeah. You know, he missed however many games, eight or ten games, whatever it was. So like I get that like if if you want your money you want your money so like yeah maybe not risk it and all this stuff the Ravens like in my opinion weren't a good team anyways last year no but they made the playoff I mean they would have been they they would have playoff team but yeah if 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 you just had an agent you probably one could have gotten the deal done before the season started but two not have to take ten, eight to ten games off basically and like not not faking an injury but you you know what i mean yeah and he said he came out and said that he he couldn't play or something like that dude he could i promise you had he have had a 200 million dollar contract or whatever like that he would have been playing down the stretch in that playoff a game million percent philip rivers playing on a torn acl in a playoff game so i mean like tom brady won won a super bowl on a torment torn mcl Oh, that's fake news. What? no that's literally confirmed that that was made up to enhance tom brady's legacy uh, well, it. it was it, it, at, right. Because it his, was, resu- his resume right, that, is makes, average. that makes total sense because it was after he won the Super Bowl and he didn't even report it himself. Unlike it's Aaron right. Rodgers, who got COVID toe and he was like, hey, this is why I can't win an NFC championship game. You always like to bring, bring Aaron Rodgers in. I got to. I mean, somebody. If, if he sweeps the Patriots next year, you deserve that. <laughs> so, okay, well, well he, I'm telling you, he's going to leave the Jets at the altar. Like, that's what he's going to do. He still hasn't. There still hasn't been any movement with that. He's going to leave the Jets at the altar. Um, no way. But Lamar Jackson, though, last thing I'll say. Yeah. All this being said, if uh, if the Patriots want to throw the Ravens <laughs> a couple first-round draft and picks and Mac Jones and give him a contract, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. No, I wouldn't either. I think – I think y'all no, lost, we, y'all, well, we y'all don't lost. have Josh – we don't have Josh McDaniels, so I, I don't know how much I would trust uh, the offense. We also don't have Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar either. Mm, mm, yeah, the Ravens have Nelson Aguilar now. Yeah, right. That, that somebody said that's why Lamar requested a trade because they went out and got a receiver. <laughs> it was Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> All right, Sam. Let's uh, let's Lamar might become a free agent, so let's draft the worst free agent signings in NFL history. You can have the first one. We all know what the first one is probably going to be i think it's 1-1 overall so you're probably going to screw this up but what's your 1-1 overall brock osweiler oh that's a good one i that's not the right pick but he's definitely up there yeah for sure well how is it not right not the right pick it's not the right pick because i'll tell you why but yeah so brock osweiler after his stint with the uh without playing uh peyton manning 
with the Broncos in that 2015 season. Yep. He did. Um, had a winning record. Peyton Manning did not. Uh, threw more touchdowns and interceptions, in which Peyton Manning did not. Uh, the only reason why Peyton Manning got his job back is because Brock Osweiler broke his foot. Anyways, so after that year, after that one year, and Brock Osweiler, he's that typical John Elway. You know, John Elway loves these big, tall, right. strong-arm quarterbacks. Basically, mm-hmm. If if you look like John Elway, John Elway is going to draft you, basically. Right. And that's what Brock Osweiler was. Paxton well, Lynch. Well, Brock Osweiler, after that one season, signs with the Tex with the Texans on a four year no state income tax. Smart on him. <laughs> but uh, four years, seventy two million dollar contract, which I'm. It, it's not in front of me, which I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure, Sam, the guaranteed money on that yeah. was something crazy. It was like he signed oh, for $72 million and like 48 of it was like fully guaranteed or something like that. Yeah, it was something absurd. And boy, did he suck. <laughs> he was bad. He played one year with Houston. He played one year. And then what did he end up somewhere? Did he, he got traded somewhere, didn't he? Cleveland. So Cleveland – and Houston split his contract, I think is what it was. Or No, I think the Browns paid 60% of it. I, I'd have to look it up. But I think the Browns paid like 60% of his contract and, you know, traded for him, all this stuff. And I think the Texans got like a fifth-round draft pick in, in return or something like that. Um, Ew. But, yeah, I think he – I don't even know what he did with the Browns. Did he ever play for the Browns? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, obviously he was on the roster, but I I don't ever remember him like actually playing. playing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. Cause that was when Brian Hoyer was there. Right. You know, though, the, the, the goat, um, Tom Brady's favorite back backup Patriots legend. Yeah. All right. Uh, your first pick was wrong. That, that definitely needed to get drafted for sure. I would have taken it. I thought that I thought that was slam dunk. That would have been my second round pick. Um, but and we'll just bounce back and forth. We want to do like a snake. We'll just bounce back and forth okay. since it's only three and it's only two of us. Albert Hainsworth. That's Albert Hainsworth is by far and away the worst free agent signing of all time. That was that that was uh that was on my list. Dude was an absolute force with the Titans, and Dan Schneider offers this dude a seven year hundred million dollar contract. Samuel, Samuel, this dude is a defensive tackle. Yeah. A defensive tack, that's like playing right guard. If you, if you, if you want to look at the offensive side, like com- com- comparable, you know what I mean? Right guards yeah. and centers. Centers get paid a little bit more, but right guards get paid pretty much nothing. That is the equivalence for a defensive tackle. Defensive yep. tackles typically do not get paid a lot. Vince Wilfork, Patriots tackle for good grief, I think 11 years, 11 or 12 years. At, no, 14. Yeah, four, no, 12 years. 12 years. It was 12 years. Yeah. He was on my list. I, I, he's a Tennessee guy. He's a Patriots guy, so I yeah. thought it was going to fit pretty good. But 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 Vince Wilfork, I'm pretty sure, like, the highest he ever made in a season was, like, $8 bucks, and he was always, like, the top-paid defensive tackle in the league. Didn't but, he have, like, domestic assault, too? Vince Wilfork? Yeah. They, no. There was something – no, Vince Wilfork – you, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing. I'm comparing the two. No, I'm, I'm talking about Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably he probably did. But no, I, I'm pretty I, sure he like punched his girlfriend in the face. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense to me. Um, 
But yeah, like seven year, a hundred million dollars for a defensive tackle that that's unheard of. Now you have Aaron Donald, like he, I guess he's an outlier. He, yeah. Is he a defensive end or defensive tackle? The, he's the tackle. Yeah. Okay. So they, yeah, they, they so, just move, they just move him around. Yeah. So he, he's obviously an outlier, but a right. hundred million dollars for a defensive tackle, especially back then. I don't even know what he signed that deal in the off season of 2009. So after the 2008 season, and that's when the world was collapsing, like the housing market and stuff. So right. like, there's no telling what a hundred million dollars is worth in you know, today's money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that dude was horrendous when he got to the Redskins. Absolutely horrible. He was. Um, I mean, I forgot he played with the Titans too. That totally, I totally blanked on that. So he actually, it says here in this article, he turned down more money to sign with Washington. So I guess somebody else, like, paid or offered him a lot more than a hundred seven years, hundred million dollars. Interesting. Um. But it looks like he lasted with the Redskins 09, 10. Oh my goodness, Sam. He lasted with them for two seasons. Yeah, I knew it wasn't long. Two seasons. Wow. Um, so and then the Patriots traded a fifth round draft pick for yeah. him in twenty eleven in the offseason of twenty eleven. And that dude, I'm pretty sure I remember that season really that, that's well. That's when the domestic assault happened, I'm pretty sure, with the Patriots. I remember that season really well because the defense was atrocious, 31st-ranked defense in the league, but Tom Brady in that offense, that was like the two tight end, Aaron Hernandez, Gronk offense, Mm -hmm. and uh, Billy O'Brien, like that, that in terms of offense, the Patriots have arguably never clicked like that besides 07 before. Um, I, I mean, maybe you could argue 2016, but, uh, Dude, when he was with the Pat Sam, I'm pretty sure I saw that dude dress out in games maybe three times. Dude, he didn't ever play. I know it. Yeah, no, I know. I see. I always followed him like, in my Madden leagues. I used to do growing up. I used to always like try to draft as many UT players as I could, and he would always be there like super late. So I was always super happy to get him. Also, stomped on a dude's face. So shout out. To yes. Him. Yes. Yep. Multiple times. Didn't he do it twice? I'm pretty sure he did. He did it once with the Titans, and I think he did it once with the Redskins. I'm almost positive he did that. Ndamukong Sue also – Ndamukong Sue, in terms of stomping on people, Ndamukong Sue, Albert Hainsworth, Spider-Man meme. Yep. Um, all right, who's your second pick? Speaking Don't take of, mine. Don't take speaking mine. Speaking of starting with the, name, the letter N, Namdi Asamoah. Very good one on my list. Was He ra- He was Raiders to Eagles, correct? And he was – Lights out oh, with the Raiders. With the Raiders, yeah, like, dude. He he. Was I was a- so I was so happy he was out of the division. So happy, and then he went to the Eagles. I was like, okay, he's gone now. I don't gotta worry about him. And then he ends up being awful. I mean, you can go to the Nike clearance store here in Whitehaven by my house, and there's still non Diasmal jerseys there. That's how that's how many just people they they printed a bunch of them, I guess, for the crazy Philly fans, and then. Before he just started sucking before they could buy, they could sell them all. It's crazy. It was crazy. He signed at the time, obviously. Like a lot of these contracts are going to be at right. the time the largest for this position. Right, but NFL they don't history. sound like it. They won't sound like it now. But. Exactly. So yeah. it's all perspective. It's all relative yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. He signed a five-year, sixty million dollar deal 
which at the time was gigantic, huge in twenty in the off season of twenty eleven. Sam, if you remember, I don't, I doubt that like we'll pick anybody else from that free agency class with the Eagles. But that was remember they called themselves the Dream Team that off season. Michael, Michael Vick, Is that Michael Vick here, maybe Deshaun, Deshaun no. Jackson, Lashawn McCoy, because because Vince Young beat us that year. Michael Vick was probably there, but he was probably hurt most of the season yeah. because because Vince Young beat the Patriots that year, which is crazy. What? But, yeah. Anyways, so that if you remember that year, they called themselves after all these free agent signings, they called themselves a dream team. Vince I Young signed that. there. Um, Namdi Awesome was uh, signed there. There was another huge name that signed there. Um, I, actually, I, I think that it 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 deserves to get looked up. Looked up. That's actually, that's actually hilarious. They got. I'm pretty sure they they won like five games that year. 2011 Eagles. Yep, they had Deshaun Jackson. They had Shady McCoy. Who was the, <laughs> the very first article? Who was the Eagles dream team 2011? <laughs> uh. Jason Bivin, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Dominic Rogers, Cromartie, Nam- Namdi Awesomewa. So you had like two really good corners. Uh, Johnny Higgins, if you remember that guy. Ronald Brown, really good running back yeah, from Auburn. Uh, <clears throat> Charger. Yeah. So like they they just had they had a bunch of dudes that look good on paper, and boy, yeah, it just did not Couldn't work play. out for them. Um, that was also Chip Kelly's year, so that was sick. Um, yeah. Okay, so with my pick, Le'Veon Bell. Man, uh, he was he was my next one. Le'Veon Bell. Everybody remembers this prima donna sitting out yeah. because he wasn't going to sign his franchise tag. Had he signed the franchise tag, I think he would have made what like twelve million bucks or something for a running back in one season. Yep, and. That dude, he got he. I mean, he got paid. Like, let's let's call a spade a spade. He he yeah. ended up. It worked out for him. He wound up getting paid. Right. But the fall off. It's it's just what happens to the Jets. It's, well, it's what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded to the Jets, and he's yeah. going to suck. Like that's I'll just be, what's going to happen. I'll be honest. I'm not a huge just a Le'Veon Bell guy. Uh, I think that was more the Jets than him. I don't think he just magically got worse like that. Well, bad. that's the Jets. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah, yeah. beauty of the Jets. But I just think it. It had he have gone to like, like New England or so. I mean, well, of heck, heck, even, the, even Sam, the, you can you can say that about a million players. But I think scenario or situations matter. That's but why I, mean, I just it, said you can say that about a million different people. No, I know. I, I'm just saying. Like he was chasing. He was chasing the bag, and he was. That's he'd rather have chased the bag than went he, like, like gone said, to a good franchise. You're not making that much more than you would have made with the Steelers, and you could have stayed with the yes. Steelers, who had all a good O line, allowed you to look like way better than what you were. Uh, but yeah, I, it state like, income tax too. So we got dinged on that. New York oh, state yeah. income tax. Forgot about that. What an idiot. Don't ever play for a team unless you're the New England Patriots that has state income tax. <laughs> that's that's my two cents. Um, but yeah, Bell signed four years, fifty-two million dollars. Sam, this get dude, all of it? 
this so so he I'm gonna read straight from the article. Uh League's second highest paid running back with a four-year $52.5 million contract in the 2019 offseason. So 2019 played the full season. And then they walked away from him. Yeah. Because the they, the problem is they brought in they signed in, then brought in a new coach, and the new coach didn't want him. Gase. Adam Gase. Uh well no, Gase was already there. They they just didn't click like whatsoever. Gase didn't want him from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So twenty twenty is when twenty twenty he got released after a couple after a couple games. Uh right. because he went on Twitter bashing the Jets. Sam, you know how much the Jets paid him? How much? Twenty eight million dollars. Jets are poverty, dude. Tw- they got a year. And a few games, and they had to pay this dude twenty twenty eight million dollars. He scored four touchdowns and had zero one hundred yard rushing games. Gag. That's the Jets. That yeah. is the that's the New York Jets in a nutshell. I can't wait till Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets because they're not going to be any better, and it's going to fit my agenda. That's um, your agenda. <laughs> all right, Sam. What's your last pick? Russell Wilson. <laughs> well, that's free. not a free agent signing. So that doesn't make any sense. Oh, crap. I forgot he... Oh, I got another one. Hold on. Let me pull my list up. Oh, I, I, thought I, was about to, I thought I was about to hit a home run. I totally... I told you, my, my brain's been fried. My brain's been absolutely fried. I, I... Oh, you, you, should say, you should say this guy. It's a running back. I had I did have a running back, but I love him too much to to slander him. So I got. Oh, I don't know right. who it is. Though. Oh, LT. What did LT do bad with, with the Jets? Dude, they went to back to back in our AFC championship Not games. Not because of him. Sean Green was a lead back there. So he, LT just came back just enough time to score a touchdown against uh, the Chargers in the playoffs. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, I'm gonna go. Deion, I know this. This is it's a big no, no, name. That's a good Deion, one. It's a good Deion one. Sanders with the Redskins. It's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, it, it's just I forgot it even happened. Yeah. So I was looking stuff. Well, he's up played for a million different teams. So yeah, and I also hate him. So I love yeah. Deion. Big Deion guy. Uh, my dad hates Deion, but um, love your dad. He signed a seven-year, fifty-six million-dollar deal with Washington. <laughs> yeah. With Washington, so so you're noticing a theme with Washington. Um, he was. It, this is Washington being Washington. If we're talking about Jets being the Jets, he right. was 33, and they signed him to a seven-year, fifty-six million dollar deal. Like, how stupid are you? Pretty stupid. And and like he had already played for the Falcons, the Niners, uh, the Cowboys. Like that, this was it for for Dion. Yeah. But yeah, seven years, fifty-six million dollars for a thirty-three-year-old. Like what? Not, like how does that even make economical sense? I don't know. The Redskins had another one too. That was that was pretty good. Was Who pretty is bad. it? Because I'm not going to take it. Antoine Randall L. Do you remember him? Randall L. Dude. Yes. <laughs> that dude. That uh, former college quarterback. Yep. Um. Through. Uh. He, he was the dude that threw that uh, touchdown pass because Big Ben couldn't throw back in two thousand four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I thought you were. Gonna it's say, crazy that my brain has some all this stuff just like yeah. packed packed away. I I thought you were gonna go 
the, the running back I was talking about was DeMarco Murray. Because I, I, I had him in him to the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, dude, because he was so good with the Cowboys. Well, I don't, I don't, my hot take on him is he was never that good, that offensive line. It was, was just the offensive line. Yeah. That is very true. Like, he played for the best offensive line, like rushing offensive line maybe ever in the history of the NFL. Yeah, uh, yeah at the time he was 27 years old, signed a five-year, $42 million deal with the Eagles, yeah. and he blew chunks. He rushed for – Shoot, I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah. He he rushed he rushed in two se- he played two seasons with the Eagles and I think he rushed for like 700 yards. So do you remember when he first burst onto the scene? DeMarco yeah. Murray. So I grabbed him in fantasy. Mm, because the, whoever the running back was got hurt and they said and I needed a running back and they were like this guy DeMarco Murray got out of Oklahoma. I was like whatever, I'll start him. Well, he goes off for like three touchdowns and 200 yards. And I'm sitting there like what did I just find? And it was he was he was great all that whole year. But no, it, that that offensive line clears. So he's not my pay. I just I just wanted to. It, it needed to be said like his his contract and stuff. But yeah, Sam, my last pick, and it's the one that I said before this that oh that's a good one, and I know for a fact that you weren't going to take it. Yeah, um, it is Patriots related. Uh, the reason why we did this draft is because last or two weeks ago we were talking about Johnny Smith and how bad of a contract that is, yep. and that is that's an honorable mention for sure. Johnny Smith, one of the worst free agent signings Bill Belichick has ever had. This is another Patriots one, and this is going to hurt Pat's fans to the core because of how bad that season went and how miserable it was. Yep, the 2019 in season signing of free agent Antonio Brown. Dude, no, Sam. Listen to this. Listen to this. He was there for 12 days. 12 days. You know what we paid him for 12 days and one game worth of work? What? We paid him $9 million okay, to, be in the, to be in the building for 12 days and to play, to play one game. Now, in that game against Miami, that, oh, I can remember it. Because I, I thought, I was like, that this touchdown. is it. The, the touchdown, the back yeah. shoulder in the corner of the end zone, Brady was, to, to A.B., that was one of the most beautiful throws. Tom, that was the only time that season that Tom looked happy. And it's it's that famous that famous, uh, that famous famous bench photo. I'm sure you see it uh, yeah. on Twitter, Sam. And it's mm-hmm. Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, um, Antonio Brown, Philip Dorsett, I think, is walking by. Mm-hmm. And it's like all those guys, and it's like, all right, we got something now. And then, sure. boom, AB, like two days later, gets canned for – or the, the video comes out of, of the, whatever he did. I can't – he's done so many oh, things. I think, it was an al- I think it was an allegation, wasn't it? I don't think it was an actual – Yeah, something like that. And um, and then, like, after that, uh, Josh Gordon goes dope sick again and, you know, yeah. has to do coding and stuff and gets banned from the NFL again for the 15,000th time. That That's we, – we, next week, Sam, we're yeah. going to draft biggest what-ifs. Wait, can we do that or – but there's also uh, – have we done this? I know we've done Super Bowl moments. Have we done NFL moments? Best like in-season, regular season moments. Yeah, we, we should do that too for because sure. Because I, I got one that I, I really just – I almost said it earlier, but but like, what if I'll, I'll go ahead and preface like oh, why Chargers, I want to no, do Chargers, what if Chargers the biggest what if ever but, to exist. I well, no, I'm just talking about player, like because I, I just want to go ahead oh, and players? say this. What if but, players? But, but okay. like Josh Gordon, like what if Josh Gordon was allowed to play high? 
because he said that he's on record saying that ever since he was a sophomore in high school, he always like did something before games and like the games that he didn't like do anything. Yeah. Those were like games that he did not perform well in. Interesting. So yeah. So like biggest, what ifs, what if Josh Gordon was allowed to play high and stuff like that would have been crazy, but yeah, Antonio Brown, 2019, 12 days worth of work, one game, $9 million. I didn't know how much he got paid compared to how long he was in the building. I didn't know that. So, that, so the that's whole, fair. The, the craziest thing, Sam, is like the whole scope of the deal. And it yeah. was, if memory serves me right, it was one year, obviously, like one year yeah. free agent signing in season. Like it's obviously just going to be for one year. One year, it was $15 million total. And it was a $9 million signing bonus. And so we paid him, we paid him a little bit more than nine million, but it was like nine million, you know, seven hundred and seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars type thing. I still think that's worth it because if it worked, like you're rolling. So I still, I don't. Yeah, but we paid this dude nine million dollars for twelve days worth of work. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Um, Johnny Smith, honorable mention. Another honorable mention. Uh, Nick Foles, after <laughs> after his thing with the Eagles, signed a four-year, eighty-eight million dollar deal with the Jags. That dude mine. absolutely stole money from. Jacksonville. Well, the Super the Super Bowl made him way too much money. People overreact. Yeah, but that was a year after. Like that's what I'm saying. That the Super Bowl year was 2017. Carson Wentz comes back from his ACL, and Nick Foles was his backup in 18. And then, like his contract, like they either re-signed him or his contract didn't run out. Yeah. And then 2019, that offseason, that's when he signed. So he stayed with the Eagles for one more year. I forgot about that. And then signed his four-year $88 million deal. Who did he win the Super Bowl against? Um. Also, <laughs> Javon Walker. Dude, back in 08 for a running back, this dude signed with the Raiders for a six-year $55 million deal in 2008. A running back. And the craziest thing is, is that he had a knee injury the previous year, and he was thirty years old. So, like, what? What are the Raiders? Yeah, that, that's what, the Raiders what, being the Raiders. That is that's, that is peak Raiders. It really is. Sam, do you have any other honorable mentions? No, I only had I had four written down: the Namdi Asamoah, uh, Nick Foles. Uh, who's the quarterback I took? Uh, I, I, my brain's my brain's totally fried. Namdi Asamoah. I took uh, Dion, and then I took Brock Osweiler. Yeah, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, I, yeah. That was my home run. I can't believe you didn't think about him. Um, so I I, I want to. No, that's not what I want to do. I want to look at. I have another honorable mention, but it's just because I I need to look up his contract, like what he got signed for. Yeah. Because like you, it, it's all it's all relative. Like if you sign for a big free agency contract and you suck, you're going to be one of the worst free agent signings. But like if you were right. a really good player on the on your last leg and you signed like a one year deal, it's like okay, well, you're not going to be one of the worst free agent signings because you're on your last leg anyways. Right. Like this this dude was. Okay, I mean, eh, kinda, maybe kinda. So so I, I was gonna say. I was going to say, oh, wait, wait. Oh, interesting. What in the world? That's stupid. Uh, Chad Ochocinco with the Patriots, just because it hits close to home for me. Uh, Randy um, Moss with the Niners. But, but, well, I mean, Randy Moss, he, he went to a Super Bowl. 
Yeah, yeah I, but I, let's, I let's not let's not act like he's a also Chad Ochocinco went to a Super Bowl that that same season. So yeah, I can't really say much. Yeah. Um, but Chad Ochocinco, it's relative. So like you know you got to put it in perspective. He was on his last leg. Yeah. But he was still really good. He had he had a thousand. I think he had a thousand yards in the season before that in 2010. Let's see. 831 yards and he he played in 14 games so i mean whatever he had 67 receptions for 831 yards uh the three the four the f- oh goodness great dude chad ochocinco was so much better than like what people want to give him credit for His, oh, yeah, these these stats are insane um but yeah so like he signed with the pats for one year 5.3 million dollars yeah i always thought he got a bad rap honestly which is like that's good money for a 33 year old at the time right receiver on his last leg like one year 5.3 million dollars i remember when we got ocho cinco it was like oh shoot like you know brady's losing moss but we got chad ocho cinco coming in here yeah you're not totally totally panicking and boy that couldn't have like worked any less I've never seen a, it, it pl- wasn't a, a player. I, I've never seen a player like not a, especially a receiver, not work out as bad as Chad Ochocinco didn't work out. It really wasn't a good fit, in my opinion. Why do you say that? I'd like to hear he, this. he doesn't fit the. I don't think he fits the. Uh, he fits the. I don't think he fit the culture. Uh, oh, oh, a thousand percent. But like that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like. You can look at it and be like, "Well, he wasn't allowed to be himself." It's like, okay, but like you, that that's two completely different things, in my opinion. Like that's you're talking about like off the field, like type, you know, like pregame stuff, which I get. Like you know, some players have to get themselves in a certain specific zone and and all right. this stuff to be able to perform. But like, if that's the only reason why you're good, then I don't really think that you're actually good. Right. Um, but he had 15 catches, Sam, for. 276 yards. Yeah, I just feel like the Patriots, there might, there's some organizations that will put up with him, and the Patriots were never going to be that organization. So he he went on record, and he he loves Bill Belichick. Um, I loves, know he does. Cause I've seen the videos of them talking and yeah, stuff like that. Loves Tom Brady, and still does to this day. Like, I'm not just saying back then, but like, this is still to this day, like Tom Brady's his boy. Like he talks about him like all the time, even though it right. didn't work out. Usually, like with veterans that are as good as he is, if if it doesn't work out with another quarterback or whatever, they right. bash him. Yeah. But like not with not with Brady and Ocho Cinco. Um, he's I remember he's on record saying that they tried to use me like I was Randy Moss. Right. A, a, like they tried to use me only outside as a vertical type threat he was like i only ran pretty much three routes the whole time i was there it was a go a post and a comeback and that's about it um and he was like that really wasn't he was like with cincinnati yes i played on the outside a lot but i also moved around i moved in the slot ran slants outs digs all that Mm -hmm. stuff and he was like i I was a route runner like he was like that that was the best part of my game it wasn't like my hands or anything like that it was my route running ability and yep. he was like, they already had Welker for that. So like they, that, they didn't yeah. need me for that. They needed that outside presence to fill the void of Moss and all this stuff. 
and, and he, so like he can't fill Moss's shoes. No, no offense to him. Yeah, and so like his whole thing was they just tried to use me as Randy Moss, and I just wasn't that guy. You know, right. and, and and like he he was cool about it. He was like, I was on my last leg anyways. I wasn't as yep. explosive as I used to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I just remember, and, and like that goes back what I was saying earlier is that 2011 that Pat's offense was so stinking good. The double tight ends had it was ridiculous. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis and oh, uh, I forgot Danny, about all 42 and, and Danny Woodhead. Uh, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis never fumbled. Fun fact. Yep. Uh Danny Danny Woodhead. Uh, had Welker, had Dion Branch, had Gronk Hernandez, um, just God, had Shane, such a system. Shane Vereen was also there. Shane uh, Vereen. I Julian forgot. Edelman was there, like, but he wasn't anything yet. You mean Austin um, Eckler? Yeah, yeah, Austin Eckler. Um, but that's, like that's who that, Shane Vereen was. That year was so good, and like – Chad Ochocinco wasn't even Brady threw for fifty two hundred yards that season and thirty nine touchdowns and they went thirteen that. and and they went thirteen and three and Chad Ochocinco was a non factor. That see that's my thing about Tom Brady. Sam, you give me a year, I can probably tell you his stats at least. Like, rel- give me a year. Give me a year. I, I want to do this right now. Uh, two thousand ten. Oh, 2010? Oh, Pats went fourteen and two. Brady threw for thirty nine hundred yards. Threw for 36 touchdowns and threw only four picks. He was a unanimous MVP, first ever unanimous unanimous MVP in the history of the NFL. You need therapy, intense therapy. <laughs> Sam, do you have any other honorable mentions? No, I don't. That's, that's, that's it. All right, so next week we will draft biggest what-ifs in the NFL. Players, we, are, mo- players are like – Should we do all sports? No, let's stick to football. Just football. Okay, we'll yeah. just just do football. Biggest what ifs in football. It can be anything. I mean, whatever. Yeah, if Tom Brady's never born or you know, whatever the, yeah, you want. Yeah, if Tom Brady's never born, then Philip Rivers has two Super Bowls yeah, and right, Chargers exactly. aren't yeah, you, property. Yeah, yeah you, you can do whatever. That's but, gonna be one of mine, so just heads yeah. up. And we'll the next time we record, we'll have a national championship winner, and hopefully it's UConn. Because oh, like, when is that? Is that that's that's Monday night? Monday. Or so so Saturday is the final four. Monday is the national championship game nice and we usually record on tuesdays uh so so we'll have it done we'll have it done um but yeah so that'll do it for this episode and we'll see you guys next week